0: Hey everybody, welcome back to the For the Long Haul podcast. This is Blaine sitting alongside Brandon. And today we're doing a second part of our two-part episode that has to do with buying a car. So, first part was preparations to buying a car. Now the second part is showing up at the dealership, quote-unquote, buying the car.
1: All right. so first thing I want to re-emphasize is... Bring a friend, bring somebody that are, that's reasonable, sensible. Not somebody that will hype you Be like, yo, you gotta get this car. It's it's $2,000 off. You're gonna look badass in it. All the ladies will love it. You killed
0: this point, the last one. Don't go too crazy.
1: Don't bring that friend. Bring the friend that's responsible and sensible. So from, for, especially if it's for someone buying a car. For me, I talked to Blaine about it. And he was like, why do you need me? So that way, in case in case this is what because i was wondering the same thing when i read this then i read the article watch the video that explained it and i'm going to explain why so say you're not sure about a deal you can go you can be like hey i need to talk to my friend about this for a second you guys go out to the corner you guys can pretend to talk about it and all that or actually talk about it the guy the dealer will be like crap am i going to lose this deal am i going to lose this sell do i have to go lower can i throw something in to maybe go them back in because he's thinking they may walk away, and also in case you get hypnotized into something, your friend can be like, "Yo, snap out of it, man! Hey, we gotta walk away." And like you know, if you get hypnotized and almost sign something just because you like it a lot, even though it's not a good deal, they can be like, "Yo, we gotta go."
0: So, in in short, in one sentence of what Brandon's trying to say here, bring someone, quote unquote, your friend, because they will not be emotionally attached to the sale of the vehicle.
1: Like I have a friend um, that he went to CarMax. He had a buddy with him. The buddy disappeared to go look at trucks. He was left alone with the dealership, with the dealer. The dealer saw that he was like, I don't want to say nervous, but like unsure. So he used that to his advantage and almost got him to buy a car. He literally told me he almost signed the papers. But uh, but the buddy showed up last second and be like, "Hey man, we gotta go," yeah, and saved him. Knew, and he was like, Oh, thank God you showed up at the last minute. He's like, I got you. I got you. So he made sure he didn't do a bad deal. You got to have that friend. Blaine almost thought I was about to make a bad deal, but I pulled myself away last minute before I did it.
0: What was that? The first place? Yeah. I don't think you were about to sign it, but you were definitely getting roped in kind of good.
1: Yeah, I was like, you know, I, I you showed up. you
0: the leather interior with the heated seats on that like, luxury Malibu or something. You're just like, Oh, man. And
1: he's like, this is bigger than I thought, but this is a nice ass car. And I was like, but then, like, we we're about to sign the papers. The only thing that threw me off We were was, not
0: about to sign the papers, were we?
1: No, no. Like, he was, like, showing us all the information, be like, okay, do we get a deal and all that? Oh, yeah. And, like, he's like, hey, you need a co-signer and all that. That's the one thing I was like, nope, oh. no, 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 can't get a co-signer. I really have nobody I think that I can cosign for me right here, right now, anyway.
0: Right. Yeah, and you said, "Well, this deal might happen, but I don't want a cosigner on this." This is my goal, and he said, "Well, we'll need one." And you said, "All right, well, this isn't going to work out." So
1: yeah, and also they also gave giving me a crap price for the for my old car too. Also, like, uh, so before we went to the dealership, I was like, "Blaine, this is the kind of car I'm looking for." When we get there, don't act like we know what we're looking for. Look around and all that, and you're like, "Wait, why?" Cause I explained it to you, and then you're like, okay, that makes, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I was like, cause if, they, if I tell them what I know what I want, they, they got me trapped. They, they, they can't like, you know, talk me. They can't sweet talk me into buying it because they know I have my eyes set on it. And I mean like, that's a favorite. And you don't want them to know what you want. You gotta be like, I'm looking maybe for this. Like, you know, be vague. Maybe like, oh, like maybe a red co- colored car, maybe four doors and all that. They'll show the shooter options and all that. And, you know, test drive a couple, of, even if you know what you want. Make it, like, you know, maybe the second or last one you drive. The one you wanted. you'll be like, man, I really like this one. And be like, I'm not sure about this first one. just doesn't feel right. Don't like the price, whatever. And they'll be like, all right, all right, I understand. How about this one, man? This just has some of the stuff you want. Blah, blah, blah. They talk about some of the features. But like, you want to go for Tesla? I'm like, all right, why not? You know? You continue on until you get to the car you want. Then the next one or two. And then be like, hey, maybe I want this one. Like, you decide which one you want. Then you guys start negotiating a little bit.
0: Yeah. And then, basically, you, let, you make him feel like he's the one narrowing it down for you. But really, like, because that's part of sales is narrowing down and, like, yeah. fi- finding out how am I going to sell this person. But in reality remember that you're kind of st- you're still in control the point of being a salesman I'll tell you this because I am a salesman is I want to stay in control of the entire situation you may I may give you and this makes salesmen sound like terrible people but <laughs> uh, this is the mind of salesmen and this is why we do good salesmen to do good this is why we do good um, I'm gonna stay in control of the sale so I'm gonna I want to ask you things and you're gonna feel like you're in control but in reality, I'm doing everything that I can to stay in control of the situation to the best of my ability and so me narrowing it down to see what car you want is me staying control making sure so your attention was wide I'm unsure what you like and your attention gets narrow I'm more sure about what you like you like this one car I'm pretty positive this is the one you want now I can work and pick at you and how to make you buy this car. So that, that's an example of like how the sales is going to work, that process. And so let them – yeah, it's going to make them think that they're picking away at you. But at the same time, you're, you're they're not knowing that you love that car and you actually would pay full price for it because you like it so much. You don't reveal – they don't – you have to say something like that for someone to get that. Yeah. Or you have to express, oh, my God, I love this car. Wow, it's got everything I want. That's They hear you say that, and they start salivating because they're going to make it's a like, sale it's off like of you.
1: easy target, easy money, like shooting fish in the belt baby.
0: Now, you don't have to act like you have no interest in the car whatsoever. Be like, you know, yeah, I, I definitely like the features in this car. Uh, you know, the heated seats and stuff, like I don't really care about that, but it's nice. Uh, but the color, I really, I really like the color. It definitely, I could, you know, I could see myself maybe in this car. Like that's something that, you know, don't act like you have no emotions toward it. You want to, yeah. I mean, if you, if you like the car, you can say some stuff about it. Just don't say you love the car.
1: Yeah. Also, like, you know, when you're driving and all that, when they're showing it out to you, like if you don't know what something is, perfect time to ask questions and all that. Cause like even I didn't know some of the stuff that I had, that I had. And I was like, Hey, what does this do? What does this do? Blah, blah, blah. And then, you know. So That way, you can get informed of the vehicle and all that, right? And also, side note if there's something you've been wanting to drive for a while, like, but you're like, you know, you're not gonna buy, like, say, a Camaro, you can use that opportunity to test drive a Camaro, even though you know there's no way in hell you're gonna buy one, bro.
0: You didn't test drive a Camaro, I know
1: we, for- we both forgot to do that. Oh, I didn't forget. You're oh. the one to buying a car, and not me. Uh, I wish you reminded me because I forgot about it until like the end of the night. I was like, damn it, I forgot to test drive a Camaro. Well, if I thought
0: about it, I probably would have said something. But in my even, mind was, I'm not trying to make you buy a Camaro. Because the
1: guy even says, like, oh, yeah, I'll let you guys test drive one. The one in uh, Granbury.
0: Right. Uh, he said both of us. I'm sure he would because he's so, trying yeah. to sell both of us. If that was the case, I would drive one. But I wouldn't drive no. it need to be a V8 or I ain't yeah. driving it. Um, but there you go, <laughs> and also, you
1: know, whenever you're walking around, look at the yields. You typically want to, if you want to get a better price, go towards the lower yield models because you know, like we
0: said, it costs more to be there and yeah. it's getting depreciating in value because of it's getting older and, and if that's it's, that's the part of the cost that they're having to absorb because it's old so that's why it costs less for you to buy it
1: and if it's around the holidays don't let them convince you to get a bow tie for the car or whatever what like is if that? it's like because like you know sometimes people buy somebody like the spouse and all that or the kid a car and all that that ain't free no it's like i think like two thousand dollars for the bow tie for
0: the freaking bow is two grand
1: yeah it, it's a big one too i know like, it's still, cool it's
0: so big i
1: think i i think it's like two grand. Let
0: me tell you, if I bought a car for my significant other for Christmas, I'm paying two grand for a bow. That sounds ridiculous, but <laughs> I want that huge-ass bow on that car.
1: Okay, that's you, Blaine. I wouldn't do that. I'd be like, I can just go buy one you at Walmart. You know,
0: bro, Walmart don't sell car-sized bows.
1: You can buy a bunch of, like... like a bunch a, of
0: small bows? No, I was
1: going to say... This is a car, Brandon. No, this ain't a
0: 50-cent stick-on the, bow. Um,
1: the what you gonna call it, the string that you use to right, to make a bow.
0: String, sometimes. you know how th- that stuff ain't that thick. You buy it like an inch wide. Sometimes you get an inch and a half, two inches wide. That the string on that bow on that car was two thousand. Clearly making money on that bow.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, but that, that it ain't two inches wide. That thing's probably. Lo- I I've never seen one in person. I just assume it's hey, like I a.
1: Honestly, wanna say maybe ten inches to. That's what I'm
0: thinking. Like a foot wide. If I, I, if, I just
1: wouldn't do it. Me, Paul, i saying you know the
0: kind of person I am in terms of just randomly dropping an amount of money off of something that's honestly silly. That's not the kind of person I am. I
1: know. That's why I'm completely shocked by this.
0: Because it's special. If I were to buy this car for someone, clearly, it's typically the situation you buy a car for someone is probably for, like, your significant other. Maybe you're doing really good and you buy a car for, you know, maybe your mother or father that's low income and they can't afford that kind of thing. Or your
1: kid for their birthday.
0: Or your kid for their birthday. Honestly, I don't know about the bow for my kid. It sounds, it sounds kind of terrible now that I would do it for everybody else. But, <laughs> uh, I mean, he should just be really surprised for the, the car anyways. I don't think the bow is going to be there. I think the bow is more – I know guaranteed I would do the bow for my significant other. I wouldn't, I wouldn't guaranteed in all the other situations. I just know for me, if I was buying this car specialty for my significant other as a gift – Okay, I, I mean, it's a lot of money, but I'm going to put that freaking huge bow on that car. So, I buy the bow? I thought I just, like, rented it. It's mine?
1: I think you buy it, yeah. They better, I, was talking, I was talking to somebody about it a long time ago. They better
0: give me that bow if I spend... I'm not I'm not giving the bow back if I spend <laughs> 2000 on that thing. Okay. Yeah. I would like to rent it, actually, for hopefully, like, a couple hundred.
1: <laughs> I'm not thinking they'll let you do that.
0: Yeah, I think they want to make money off selling
1: bows. All right, so as of right now, we're talking about... We talked about like not acting like you're bringing your friend, not acting like you know what you want, but even though you know what you want. Uh, we talked about maybe or maybe not getting the bow. That was actually a surprise twist. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I don't think the buying or not
0: buying the bow really counts for this episode. I know, episode. but like,
1: I was gonna do like a quick little sign note, but I actually something into like I think like a Well, don't thing. take it
0: out. But I definitely don't think people need to be worried about getting that bow. Because this is a, really, in my eyes, this is them getting a car for themselves. Yeah. Pretty much their first purchase, mo- most likely.
1: And you know, some people may want to do that for themselves. But anyway, well, also uh, <laughs> think about your credit score of when you go to the when you go to the dealership and all that.
0: Ooh, I just got something.
1: Mine just hit seven hundred the day before I went to go to the dealership. I think it's seven hundred plus is the best rate. Yeah, for a car, so that we can get a good
0: loan and all that. The prime rate, And which is got, the best rate that you can get.
1: I barely got that. I barely got that like a day before we were supposed to go, because I know it would have been they would not have given me as good a deal as I got if I didn't have seven hundred.
0: Boom. So this is fun stuff. I'm going to keep it short because we talk about credit all the time, uh, and what you shouldn't and shouldn't be doing. But so now, short, sweet, and simple here uh he said your credit score before buying the car you're at the place you know this is almost a excuse me still burping that soda is a bad idea shouldn't have had that soda um that's why i drink water all the time so you're gonna go buy this car this really is more of a preparation thing but still you're listening to this before you buy your car be knowledgeable about what your credit score is use credit karma check it out whatever uh we're not sponsored by them uh it's a Something I use though. They're good. Credit karma. We yeah. Can credit. Talk. We can talk. Credit, you know credit karma. Email yeah.
1: us at a uh, FTLH podcast at gmail.com. If you guys want to get in touch with us. And if you need us to say it again, we'll say it at the end. All right. Cut back into where we were at. Um,
0: so credit. Know what your credit score is before you walk in, have an idea of it's, you know, it's terrible. Good. I mean, if it's terrible, you can have a really hard time getting a, a, a loan at a regular car dealership. If it's terrible. Um, and so there's, The loans, the dealership will give out loans from the dealership if your credit's not as good. I mean, based on the dealership, but they also have several different companies that will give loans to the dealership, well, to you, really, that they work in partnership. So I I don't know this for sure, but I'm sure the dealership gets a referral amount. And so they use them as a partner, and they have several different companies that'll, like this guy, will do credit scores below 650, and this company only does them between 650 to 700 and higher, and they give less interest rate. That's an example. So the lower your credit score, the more you're going to pay in interest. And uh, and so here's a here's a big gold star right here. Put right up, this note is important. Mental note here. Uh, don't go buy something with credit. Don't go open a new credit card or something right before you go to buy this car. They're going to run your credit. They're going to see how much money you're spending. Don't do something that's going to impact your credit right before you go buy the car. Leave your credit intact. Don't open a new account. Don't rack your business, your, your, uh, your amount of money on your credit cards. Don't rack that percent. That I can't think of what this word is. I need how much credit utilization you have, which is how much you're spending on your card versus how much you get max, don't make that go higher. In fact, do your best to be paying off the amount you owe on your credit cards, if any. Pay off your debts the best you can because you'll be qualified for more money when you go to buy the car. Because if it's tight, it's, it's going to have a harder time. They're going to they're gonna look at how much debt you owe when you go to buy this car. So that's pretty much that's it for the credit point.
1: And also, you guys, look at the blue book value of your car if you're thinking about selling it before you go to the dealership. Ooh. So that's why, like, you know, that's why it's a good idea to bring a friend. So say you end up buying the car same day, even though it's, that's not necessarily the best idea. But say you end up doing that, but they give you a crap deal for the car that's way below blue book. Blue Book value, or you know, you can get somebody to buy it for more. Then you have your friend drive your old vehicle back to your house and you drive the new car to your house. And then you go put it on sell and all that. Because, like, see, my car, they offered me, I think, $500 for it. But my dad, like, my dad told me, he's like, hey, if they give you anything under $2,000, do not give it to them. I I know somebody will buy the car for 2000 And, like, you know, they, they offered me 5000 in both places. So I was like, Blaine. So, actually, I told Blaine to drive my new car. I drive the old car back to my house since uh, the brakes weren't the best on it at the time. And I knew the brakes more than he did. I was kind of,
0: I was not expecting him to say, Blaine, drive the new car home. I was like, "Uh, what? You haven't even driven it yet except the test drive. You yeah, want me uh, to drive it home? I think it's, wasn't it raining?
1: It was starting to rain halfway through. I was just this. like, uh, Like, I, I wasn't
0: super you. nervous, but I, I was just like, damn, I'm this, this... driving this brand new car home. It's like, nothing's going to happen, but I just hate the fact that I'm having to drive this brand new car a half hour back to the house.
1: Yeah, and like it, it wasn't I for some time, too, but like...
0: But I also didn't like the idea when Brendan said, yeah, the brakes kind of suck on this other car. I'm like, what? You can't brake?
1: No, you... properly? It's not that. It's just that they were... They basically needed to, get ch- needed to get changed. So, I don't know I if I necessarily
0: point. shared a really strong opinion about what I'd rather have done, but you said, Well, why don't you drive? I think, I, I don't know if I even had to say anything like that. You just said, Drive the new car home. I'll drive the old one since I know how the brakes work and they're older and I just, I know the car. And, uh, and I was like, All right. I'd rather have for sure brakes.
1: See, if, if it was, if, if I knew almost everything was good with the car, I would have told Blaine, drive the old one. I'll drive the new one because. It's new. Back home, b you and know. So that's another thing, another reason why you should bring a friend, and especially if you buy it the same day, because if they give you a crap offering, you know you can get more money from the car than what they offering. Do that.
0: Here's uh, here's your sneak peek into what's going to happen when you try to trade in your car at the dealership. They're always going to give you a crap offer. 90% of the time, they're going to give you a terrible offer versus you can always, almost always sell it way more in quote-unquote third-party sale. So That's that means true. not selling it to the dealership. They want to also, not only they want to make money on selling you a car, they want to make money off of selling your used car you sold to them. And so in order for them to make money, they got to take money out of your pocket. And so that means give you less for the, the car so they can sell the car too and make money. So the, see how there's a middleman there versus you selling it straight to someone else? You get to keep the extra money in the middle. So you're basically sometimes dealerships will do a promotion that gives you more for your trade in. Those are cool because sometimes you're lucky and have a car that's worth hardly anything. And that allows you to actually almost quote unquote cheat and get more money than it's really worth. But typically your car is always worth much more than they're going to offer you. And so if you can, I would always recommend doing this. If you can, I would always recommend doing this, and that is selling your car third-party, which means if you're going to buy a new car, buy your new car and sell your old car to someone else, like through Craigslist or something. Just take cash uh, because, you know, checks can be fake, then it bounces, your truck's gone or your car's gone and you never see it again, and who knows? It could be stripped and sold for parts. That's a real thing.
1: And I was okay so next thing is also whenever you're at the dealership don't let them know if like you drove two hours away don't let them know that just 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 say you drove from another town because if they know you drove two hours or you drove past the state borderline to go to another state to go buy this car they know you committed they know you aren't gonna leave unless you get that car don't let them have that power over you. Wow, we're really making some sales, car salesmen seem bad. Like evil people.
0: Eh, I don't know. Uh, people, I think, in general may not have the highest opinion of them. I mean, That's true. the jo- butt of the joke. Like, oh, it sounds like a used car salesman. True, true. But uh, I don't know about driving over state lines to buy a car. Well, like, it depends, sounds kind of like...
1: It depends on how far you live from the it's state It's clearly line. an example. The, like, the
0: point is, don't let them know you drove that far because you were committed really seriously looking for a car if you tell them you drove two hours
1: the reason I say say that is because I watched it because like I said I did like over a year of research before I bought my car Uh, this one guy he drove two hours like and he went over the state line to go to another state to go buy a car and he said don't let them know I'm not going to let them know that I drove over two hours and across the state line to go get this car because they know I'm committed he ended up getting a good deal, and they never found out he drove over the state. They never, state listed
0: his, they never looked at his license plate that think, was clearly from a different state?
1: I think he drove, like, a rental <laughs> or something. I don't know. Or maybe he. Maybe his buddy that lived in that state. I can't remember exactly the video. Interesting. Or, like, he did Uber or something. Uh-huh. Like, you know. So they never found out he drove two hours away from that, and he crossed the state line to get to the dealership. Uh-huh. So, you know. Because... He did have a good point, you know. He was committed at that point. He even said, I wasn't going to leave without that car. But he just didn't let them know. uh uh-huh. Because if if they do know you, like, drove a long distance, you know. That's more power to them. That's power to you. Like, if you, now if you say, oh, I drove, like, from Granbury to Weatherford. Boom. and hey, That's just a typical, like, 30, 40-minute drive. That's not that bad. Yeah. So, like, I say over an hour drive. Don't let them know. Like, 40 to... 50 to 30 minutes you can let them know that that's not that big of a deal well for us it's
0: not here but in other places if there's a lot of dealerships around maybe i don't know true true um i would just say oh i just you know i'm looking for cars today or something i feel like that wouldn't be a conversation that really comes up
1: also if you do see that on the dealership website they have the car lower Than what it is on the showroom. Let them know you saw the price online, and they will match the price online if it's lower. Well, let
0: yeah start. You see now you, you get to start negotiating at the price you saw online, not Uh. the showroom. So instead of it being like, oh the sticker's, thirty seven. I want it for thirty five. Now if you looked online, it said thirty five. Guess what? Now you're like, oh I saw it thirty five online. I want it for thirty, three. Yeah, and uh, and boom. So you got you got a two grand discount on negotiations already.
1: I didn't even I didn't even know there was a difference between online and um, at the showroom until my uh I was talking to the lady that does my hair until she told me like whenever her her, her husband working for a car they sold it online but when they went to the dealership it was like I think three to five grand more than it was Whoa. online. And and they're like oh yeah we'll match the price online. You just have to mention it to us see and now you don't know that
0: you go in there you want to negotiate and they're like you know what fine we'll give you a five grand discount and they already are selling it five grand cheap online and so you basically got swindled because you could have saved probably another two to five grand
1: yeah all right so is there anything else we did blame whenever we were at the dealership and all that that i can't recall i feel like i went through everything that we did and that we talked about whenever we were at the dealerships
0: yeah i think you we we pretty much did that um I mean, I can't really think of anything you're, you've went through, I haven't had to go through this process yet because I was just lucky enough to have a, be given to me a, a really nice vehicle when I graduated. Yep. And so I will be soon. I'll be buying a new truck and in a couple years. I don't really I plan. I don't plan on buying a new one this year. I don't need to.
1: I was going to be like, okay, hey, let me know whenever we go and ask off.
0: Oh no, we're not going anytime soon. Uh, it's my truck's too nice to need to go buy another one. There's nothing wrong with it. No problems
1: at heated all. Heated seats, um, Bluetooth. Dude, pressure. I don't need
0: heated seats. I got Bluetooth. I just <laughs>
1: you're selling the wrong person here on these features.
0: <laughs> I like my butt being warm, but the heat, I don't need them. I'm not gonna pay extra for them. If it's free, I'll take it. Right. Uh, yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, so, I mean, we pretty much went through there. I didn't take as good of notes as what you were saying on this episode versus the other one, but basically we started with just what we ended with the same, last episode with bring your friend with you, the guy who's going to be emotionally detached from the sale, which basically is saying that you're going to be like, Oh, I really like this car. And like in your head, I love it actually. And your buddy's going to be like, Hey dude, uh, remember how this car costs too much yeah that's still a thing it still costs too much yeah it's like yeah because he's emotionally detached he's not buying a car today he's just here like you told me not to tell you to you told me to tell you not to spend too much money it's yeah. what i'm doing versus you be like you know what it's okay this car is really cool i'll spend this extra money well he's not buying it so he doesn't care he's like hey snap out of it i don't know what you think you're doing oh, but it's too I, much can i also mention this fast? well i'm done so yeah
1: like typically okay so for my way, typically like you know the car salesman, they were like, like just see one person, be like, okay, it's easy to manipulate. Is it to co- convulse. two people? Not so much. That's another reason why you want to bring a friend with you.
0: Right, yeah. I think the biggest thing, yeah, your friend. That's two minds you get to think about it too, and all the other reasons we mentioned. It's definitely it's a bonus. Um, and then next he said look at several cars, even if you if you know which one you want. And so check out some different ones. I mean, honestly, have fun. You're out there buying a car, and they're the part of it is the selling experience. They're supposed to give you an experience yeah. when you buy one. So test drive some cars. You may even find another car that you may want while you're out there. Remember why we said you're not buying the car the same day? Well, boom, you have time to figure this out. You can, He can have you test drive another car. Uh, presumably, it'd probably be something in the same price range, maybe a couple more grand expensive. But that could be the car you end up really liking. Mm-hmm. And you could be, you know, arguing for a deal about that and then get that for less than the other car you want to make.
1: I wasn't originally going to get a Malibu, but I almost did actually. Mm-hmm. And I think you would have slapped me out of it last second.
0: I think what would have happened if Brandon didn't buy a car the same day and if he didn't find the deal that was so cheap, even though the car itself wasn't significantly underpriced, the car, new car at that price was cheap yeah. versus everything else. Yeah. Brand new at 2020 versus 2017, still new, cheap price. I mean, like five grand savings at a minimum. Um, I, think it's,
1: I think it was 10 grand actually.
0: Well, they had some cheaper cars around 23, I think. Yeah, but I think
1: those were used though.
0: Really? I we, think so. we didn't look at any used cars at one of Granbury. That's where we talk- no, no, no,
1: no. I'm talking about Steenville.
0: Oh, I'm thinking about the one at Granbury where you looked at those new cars you really liked. The Steenville ones, I don't remember because I don't think you really cared for any of them.
1: No, yeah, but that's why I got my car from.
0: I know that I'm. I'm kind of comparing you buying a new car versus Ah, the used car. Like I don't remember you really even caring for any of the cars they had in the besides that one car, versus the new cars they showed you here in Granbury. You like those new cars, especially like that Malibu. That's what I'm talking about. So you saved like one of them. I think it was like 25 grand. So that's that's eight grand difference, uh, because you got it for you got less than 17, just a little bit. I think you got 16.5. Uh, on your on your on your new car was just a teeny bit of miles. I think they did a lot of demos on it or something, but yeah, and, um, probably,
1: and I think they said they just got it from from one of the other dealerships too. Yeah, also, you guys, if you guys see miles on a car, they, that could just be because they test traveled it a lot or they moved it from one of the dealerships to the other ones just because it's not selling.
0: Yeah, and sometimes they do cars as like a demo, so the the uh, it's typically not on the cheaper cars though. Uh, the, whoever like high end people at the dealership. So people who a own the dealership or some of their top, top salesmen, they'll let them drive like the brand new Cadillac and the brand new this and like demo the car. And so they get to know the car really well. And other people will see them driving the car and they'll ask about it, stuff like that. And so, and they can sell the car even better. You always typically see the owner of a dealership driving brand new inventory of the luxury vehicles. Because they get to, and then they get to sell them, so they don't care. It's a business write-off, and so they do that a lot. Um, I feel like earlier I had like a slight point to what I was saying before this last one thing I was talking about. I don't remember this point, so we'll just keep going. Um, yeah, so whatever. Oh, I'll, well, I don't even remember if this is a point or not. This may be completely redundant. Just talking about the amount of, that you saved. Oh! I remember now where it was going to go. Okay, so if you didn't buy a car that day, like we said, the amount of money you saved made it justifiable uh, versus a brand new 2020 car. Save like eight-ish grand, let's say. Uh, because of that, if you let's say that car didn't exist. You went to the one in Stephenville, didn't find anything you liked. But you went to the one at Granbury, and you kind of liked the Malibu. Ultimately, I think you would have bought the Malibu after some time because... You know, some time would have gone by, they probably would have called you in a week and said, Hey man, what do you think about twenty three thousand instead of twenty five? And you'd be like, oh, I don't know, man. I really didn't want to spend more than twenty thousand, which is I think is what you said.
1: Yeah, I think so. Uh, it's like I
0: just I gotta get I gotta get the twenty. And then maybe in two weeks they say, you know what? What about twenty one? And you may have been like, All right, twenty one's my number. Or you may have been hard on that and said, No, I need twenty You know Yeah, that- and
1: also they got rid of the whole meaning the uh co thing too.
0: Right. Ideally that. So if they had no cosigner and they came at you with twenty one, like I think you probably would have, you probably would have been driving that car. Yeah, probably. And uh, and so that's just an example. You driving some more cars and making sure you don't buy it the same day. Some options open up. You may find another car that now that you drove it, you're like, wow, this thing drives like a dream. Mm. So have some fun with it. You're buying a new car, enjoy it. All right, are we done? Like uh, You got you, nothing else? <laughs> yeah, oh, I thought you were going oh, to everything, so oh, that's why I was waiting, cause I, that's what you were doing. All right. okay, so like I said, uh, I definitely, I didn't, I don't think there was as many bullet points in this as there was the last one. Yeah. Not to mention I didn't take bullet points as much. I just think there was less major bullet points, and that's how I try to keep it. So pretty much it was just, I mean, we went over them now. And I'm not going to say them again, I don't want to be redundant, so uh, we're pretty much, we pretty much ran through there. So you guys be vigilant when you're going out there to buy your car. Uh, be smart about it. Use our tips and tricks to your advantage. You can always look up more online. Yeah. There's m- way more stuff that we've mentioned today.
1: Remember, end of the month, end of the quarter, end of the year is always the sweet spots. Especially the end of the last quarter towards the end of the year because they're trying to get rid of the old models for new ones.
0: Yeah, they got their bonuses and they want to get rid of old models.
1: And they want to get more bonuses too.
0: Yeah, and they also they'll run incentives like that at the end of the year to like move the extra like commission to push older models. Mm-hmm. They'll do that sometimes. Well, all right, gang. Well, thanks everybody for tuning in today. Um, hope you enjoy what we had to offer for you guys and help you, you know, learn and absorb more knowledge about you going to buy a car, maybe give you some confidence or give you somewhere to start. And so if you want to look look for us and find us, you can find us on Instagram at for the long Haul podcast. You can also shoot us an email like uh, credit karma if you want to chat chat with us or any other pers- person that wants to sponsor. My announcement
1: mobile, we would love to walk with you. That sound, you didn't need to
0: do that. That sounded weird. Uh, because like it sounded like you were in a tunnel. But uh, yeah, we love Ryan Reynolds, of course. Mint Mobile, uh, I just I just prepaid for a whole year of Mint Mobile. It sounds like they sponsor us, but they don't. But I just love Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, and also, Mint Mobile is great. Fun so.
1: fact: actually, at Target now, I think. I think what? I think you can get them. You can buy it at Target now. There
0: we go. That boy Ryan. Uh, but yeah, I just bought a whole year of cell service with Mint Mobile. <laughs> I'm prepaid. Uh, I bought the whole year, so now I mean I pay thirty bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, and thirty five gigs of data every.
1: Awesome, and bro. then
0: after thirty five is throttled, but that's pretty normal. But yeah, dude, I'm paying 30 bucks a month for that. That's freaking dope. I'm stoked about it. And uh, so, yeah, done, they don't sponsor us. I'm just excited. Yeah. But so, if you want to email us about sponsorship information or just you want to communicate via email, whoever you are, email us at FTLH, you know, like for the long haul, podcast at gmail.com. All
1: right, you guys, you guys have an amazing day.
0: We'll catch you in the flip side.